0: We're very thankful once again to be joined by the executive director of the Bald Knob Cross of Peace, Ms. Jenna Gwinnett. Jenna, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you, Will, for having us on this morning.
0: wanted to visit with you uh, partially because, well, every springtime there's a number of events that kind of appear on the calendar surrounding Bald Knob Cross, and, and we want to talk about all of those. But this particular spring, There is the eclipse that's going to be moving through Southern Illinois on April the 8th, and uh, Bald Knob Cross is going to be having a a very special event that day.
1: Yeah, we are um, opening up our grounds uh, for ticket holders, which is something we typically don't do, um, but for the eclipse you know they're expecting so many visitors to our region um we had to be creative and really safe in the way that we regulate numbers um because bald knob cross of peace will will most likely be one of the top viewing places um just for the sheer fact of our altitude and our open clear skies and um just the space up there um so we have regulated numbers with ticket sales and um so far, it's been organized well, and, and we're expecting, you know, a few hundred people. Um, we're still selling tickets and still have plenty of space, um, but it's going to be a really great day. If the weather holds and stays nice, uh, we're expecting for a really, really awesome event again, just like in 2017.
0: And where can people buy tickets so that they can view the Eclipse at Ball Knob Cross?
1: Yeah, just like everything um, on baldknobcross.com, just our webpage, as soon as you get on there, we have a tab right on the homepage um, that's really easy to find that you can click on, and it takes you right to our Eclipse website. Um, They can buy tickets on there, and there's tons of information on there um, on like what time the eclipse starts, what time the partials start and end. Um, you know, just different things like, what do we do for parking? Can we bring our own coolers? So really any question that you would have, you could find on there for sure.
0: And I was looking at the event in preparation for the interview. It appears to me that uh, you're going to have a concert that same day. There's going to be food vendors on hand.
1: Yeah, we've got, um, we've, we've had to get a little creative with food vendors. we actually have, um, the j effect they're going to come and they are going to work out of our welcome center um, and they have a menu that they've created specifically for the eclipse um, with chicken and um, just different sandwiches i think hot dogs and hamburgers and such um, you know we've had a little bit of a challenge financing food trucks because there are so many different events going on all over the region Uh, But we're really excited to welcome the J-Effect. They created some really unique um, spices in a variety of different flavors. Um, And so they'll really be featuring those in their dishes. And they are excellent cooks. So they'll be serving that up. And then we have Israel Lopez. Um, He's a music minister that um, has started creating music. And he travels all around the region. Um, And so he'll be providing live music for us. And, um, we'll probably just have some fun stuff out there, maybe a bounce house for the kids. Um, we're just really kind of targeting that toward a family oriented, um, just kind of a low key type thing that won't be, uh, so overwhelming for people. Um, you know, I think some of the eclipse, um, events that are going on seem a little bit overwhelming with numbers and people and, um, just the whole experience so at bald knob cross we've really sought to be um just more of a relaxing kind of laid back experience for people that decide to join us for the eclipse on april 8th
0: jenna Gonet is with us she's the executive director of the bald knob cross of peace not too far away easter sunday and the bald knob crosses sunrise service is a part of the uh, southern Illinois landscape, uh, as much as the Shawnee National Forest is. Tell us about uh, this year's Easter sunrise service.
1: Easter sunrise is March 31st this year. Um, Extra early, it seems like it's approached so quickly as soon as the new year arrived. Um, But this year, we're going to be celebrating our 88th Easter sunrise. And so it's going to be really, really cool. We have something different planned this year. Um, I've been in collaboration with some of the original Friends of the Cross. Um, If you remember years ago when the cross was, um, you know, falling into ruins, the Friends of the Cross created their organization um, and started fundraising and, and working on efforts to restore the cross when funding was, you know, at bay. And um, so we have worked with a lot of the original Friends of the Cross, and we're going to do something special this year and welcome them back, um, just for a really special experience, um, just really to say thank you and bring recognition to all the great things that their organization did. Um and so I'm really excited to do that. we're We're trying to find some different family members from um, just some of the different historical figures that helped with that. And so we're expecting, I'm a really great 88th annual Easter sunrise service this year.
0: I also noticed on your Facebook page that uh, there seems to always be continuing upgrading to the lighting on the cross. And, yeah. And, and recently uh, some new lights were installed. I think if you get the cross any brighter, you'll be able to see it in Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we jokingly said our goal was to uh, be able to see bald Knob cross from space. And so, you know, years ago we had some lights. Um, I'm not real technical with it. I don't know exactly what type of lights they were. But, um, you know, we've we've went from like halogen bulbs to whatever we were here in the middle. We just took all those out and we have put new LED bulbs in. Um, And so each light um, or each little bunker we have holds two lights now. And there's four of those that surround the cross. Um, And so it is just really crisp and clear. And it's crazy now when you see it from afar, you can see the lights really reflecting off the clouds when there's when there's some cloud cover. So um, there's some people in Alto Pass that have been good friends of ours for years. And they said it's the brightest that they have ever seen the cross um, and so we're honored. We we think that there's a, you know, spiritual connection to that, too. And we like to, um, you know, be that figuratively and, and in real life. For sure.
0: Jenna Gwinnett is with us. I also wanted to make sure to mention the blessing of the bikes, the blessing of the squads, the blessing of the Jeeps. I assume all of those are on the 2024 calendar.
1: Yep, absolutely. So right after um, Easter sunrise, we have the eclipse. um, And then we've got Blessing of the Squads, which is April the 28th. And um, that's organized with the Southern Region FOP auxiliary. It's the second annual. Um, Last year, I think it was a really great turnout. So we're doing that again this year with the help of them. Um, And then Blessing of the Bikes, we have on schedule for May 19th, and um, this is going to be our 32nd year um, of consistent Blessing of the Bikes, and so we're really excited to see what that brings. And then we have Blessing of the Jeeps, which is Saturday, June 1st, and um, that's organized with the group Jeep and Shawnee. That was really their vision to um, bring that, you know, into into life. And um, we actually have a new event. I don't have the exact date right in front of me, but um, it's not technically a blessing of the cars, but almost like a hot rod type vehicle um, blessing that we've had a group contact us on. So be on the lookout for that. That'll definitely be in our spring lineup. Um, It's not a technical bald knob cross event, but... You know, we open our grounds um, on dates that we have open to anybody and everybody who has any, um, you know, vision or idea of anything that they'd like to see come to uh, pass. And, and we try to help with whatever we can to make that dream a reality. So that will uh, be on the on the books in the near future for sure.
0: A few years ago for Christmas, my uh, family got together and purchased a, a paver stone uh-huh. for my um uh, Grandmother and grandfather, and very happy with the way that that process unfolded, and uh, that is a program that still remains uh, today.
1: Yes, well, that the paver program has really grown into such an incredible thing. It's. You know, what was just a memorial or or an honoring type paver has become things for, you know, wedding gifts and um, graduations or just all kinds of stuff. People have gotten so creative with it. um, And it's just a true commemorative uh, memory, like to just have there. And it's so neat, you know, as an employee to walk around out there and just see all those different pavers and read all about it. And they represent so much marriages and, and churches and families and people's lives and deaths. And so it's a really, really cool experience. Um, and we have a whole paver, you know, program thing on our website also at baldknobcross.com. Um, with different images different searches if you ever you know want to look one up but um, yeah that is online and growing and uh, you know we'll just continue to grow that outward it's we're never going to max that out I don't think that's going to be something that stays with us until the end of time I hope.
0: Yeah I think so as well I think that the grounds will just continue to become more beautified uh, as those pavers expand and as the time goes by, the, uh, the last mm-hmm. thing that I wanted to make sure to touch on before we let you go today is the fact that the the welcome center, uh, people think about it as obviously a welcome center. When I come to Ball Knob Cross, I can go in, I can you know buy a T-shirt or use the restroom or you know, get a bottle of water or whatever. But, uh, you know, you can also rent the welcome center for mm-hmm. special events. And I don't know yeah. that people necessarily think about it in that way.
1: You know, it's really, the Welcome Center is, is all of what you said. It We have created a really unique store in there that is full of Um, Bald Knob Cross merchandise, but also a lot of local merchandise from people right here within our arm's reach, um, different artists and photographers and people who have created all kinds of unique stuff. So we really use that as a place to just feature a lot of local businesses, small businesses, artists and stuff like that. Um, And then we have a whole section also that's just oriented toward museum stuff, history on Bald Knob Cross um, and Southern Illinois. But, yes, we have a whole area um, with seating for, you know, roughly 40 people. Um, And people use it for church events. They use it for birthday parties. Um, We've had multiple small wedding receptions and rehearsal dinners in there and um, celebration of life services. That's something we really seen, um, you know, with with cremation really on the rise with death, people have started buying um, pavers, you know, as a memorial because people don't traditionally have, you know, a place to lay their their person you know, to rest. They've started buying pavers and a lot of people will come out um, and have like a memorial service and, you know, we might have a special paver made for that person and and they place it there. Um, And so it's really just become a really unique space, Um, really like a community center almost. And that was really our goal. Uh, Birthday parties, you know, we just hosted a small birthday party for my daughter out there Um, and it was just like a little tea party. So, Really, the possibilities are endless if you're looking for a place, um, you know, to, to hold any type of event. Uh, and one thing, Will, that's really cool about it, we don't actually rent the space inside. Um, we just ask for a donation. There's no suggested amount. Um, now, we do charge typically if people will use the kitchen. Um, you know, obviously, you're using all kinds of different stuff and There's extra cleaning and and all that involved. But, yeah, if you just want to come out with with catered food or have a cake or whatever you want, you know, it's it's free. If if you just leave a donation Then the cross is always, you know, ecstatic about that. But uh, it's a really great space for so many different things.
0: Well, Jenna, we really appreciate your time today, your efforts there. We appreciate the uh, board of directors for their guidance and work to keep the cross relevant and to keep events happening there and uh, keep bringing people to Southern Illinois because of the cross. And so uh, thank you for what you do. And uh, we hope to catch up with you again soon.
1: That sounds great. Well, thank you so much for your time. And as always, we are so grateful for WXAN and you um, and just the constant awareness, um, you know, to help us out and keep us on the map with news and events